Hap? No, we already did. Yeah, we already did a New Year one. one. But if you if you want to hear from people who didn't have a New Year, why don't you tell people real quick about the soccer podcast you and Dom did yesterday? Oh yes, Dom and I we did our sports and stuff soccer edition podcast episode seven. Um, we delved into a lot of strange soccer talks yesterday. We are I think we're gonna go through every Europe or England soccer league and pick a team to root for. Nice. So I think that's going to be fun. Ten teams, ten teams total. We're gonna start rooting for. I actually went back last night and listened to the soccer podcast, I think from a week ago, ago, two weeks ago. Yeah. And that was really good. And I, if anyone who listens to this podcast knows that I don't like soccer, so it's a fun dynamic to hear you and Dom, you guys are good at playing off one another. So it's really good. People should check it out. Thank you. And I also can edit Dom into saying whatever I want him to, because I have the power (laughs) of editing on my side. Right. (laughs) Um, so here we are the, on the eve of battle, uh, two days away from ba- three days away from battle. The NFL has reached its pinnacle of the season. Um, and you're fired after, up. Yeah. I mean, I haven't thought about it yet cause it's Thursday, but it's starting to get that time. It's time to think about it. Yeah. It's starting to get worried about it. Packers versus I mean, the Bucks. Can team, you say you're starting to get worried about it? Yeah. I'm starting to get worried about it. Like <laughs> stress levels are like, excited. No, that's the thing. Like I saw. I was on the Packers, I think the subreddit the other day, and everyone's like, oh my gosh, I'm so excited for this weekend, and I am the complete opposite of excited. See, I was talking <laughs> I was talking to Chris Honorado about this, who's also a Packers fan, um, and he was saying how it kind of stinks to be the one seed because you feel like you're expected to win this game. Like, if you guys go and play Kansas City in a couple weeks and you lose, at the end, it'll suck, but at the end of the day, you'll think, ah, oh, we lost to Kansas City. Like, everybody yeah. loses to Kansas City. Right. People beat Tampa, and you guys Five are, beat Tampa. and you're the favorite. You've been the one seed this year. Your offense has been the best in football. You have the MVP. Like this is a game you guys are supposed to win. So yeah, now it's all pressure. <laughs> there's no way around it. We have to win this game. We're expected to win this game. We're at Rogers is at home for the first time in an NFC Championship game. The South Florida team has to come to Green Bay and play in the snow. The only damn issue is that Tom Brady's on the other side of the field. And it just pisses me off. It can't be anybody else except Tom Brady. Then this is the first time we finally get the Aaron Rodgers-Tom Brady playoff matchup that we want. Their average age just happens to be 40. But, (laughs) But, yeah, I mean, this is it's a really exciting weekend. And, yeah, you know, five years cool ago, it would have been 10 times more exciting and it would have been in the Super Bowl. But I'm happy we finally get to see the matchup. Oh, absolutely. And like as a neutral fan, I'm sure you have your rooting interest in this game. But it like depends as a neutral money on. Right, exactly. <laughs> but as like a neutral fan, this is what you want. You want Rodgers Brady in the first time in the playoffs. Right. Yeah. And that's, that's what I was saying uh, to you guys earlier this week about the next round is I want rogers and mahomes or brady and mahomes like as great as the bills and josh allen have been this year mahomes is the next guy like he is going to be the one who 10 15 years from now we're saying is he as good as brady or is he not is he as good as rogers or is he not and that's what i want to see josh allen could be great he could be a hall of famer but he might be the drew Brees, like always that tier below Patrick Mahomes and 
I want to see him go up against this era, the era that we just passed through. One of the greatest quarterbacks in that era. Yeah. I, no, I totally understand that. And how cool is it that that's our only option? Like, no matter what, we are going to see one of the greatest quarterbacks in NFL history in the Super Bowl this year. Yeah, that is... It's just, I just hope it's mine. <laughs> <laughs> I do, too. <laughs> because my entire... Well, no, not entire. But I would say for the past uh, six, seven years, it's always been like, I think Rodgers is the greatest quarterback. But obviously... Brady's the best quarterback, or however. However, I think I do it backwards. I say Rodgers is the best talent wise, but Brady's the greatest because he just knows how to win. Right, exactly. That's how I meant to say. And it's just like, and now if Rodgers were to lose to Brady this weekend, it's like, oh, all my fears come true. And Brady is like, I beat Rodgers when I got to face him. And it's just like, I don't want that. I don't want that narrative because the Packers had such a good year, and one game doesn't define everything. But it's like, we need to win this game. Could you we need ma- to get back to the Super Bowl. Could you imagine if Brady in his age, what, 43 season goes through Patrick Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers, Drew Brees, and Taylor Heineke to win a Super Bowl? I mean, that would be the greatest run anyone's ever had. I mean, he barely survived the first round. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was his closest game so far, right? That was an eight-point yeah. game, I think. And then last right. week, they, uh, I mean, it was only a 10-point game, but yeah. There. The Saints blew that game entirely. We'll get. I guess we can break down some of the games from last week. Um, quickly going back two weeks because we didn't do a podcast last week. Um, CJ went five and one in his wild card picks. Best well done, ever, CJ. Best to ever do it. Minus um, people who went six and zero. Yeah, but we'll talk about those. <laughs> None of them are on this podcast. <laughs> uh, Bub and I both went three and three. Oh. Um, fast forward to this past weekend. Uh, I went 4-0. All so right, yeah, not as impressive as 5-1, and one, but yeah. I mean, I didn't lose anything, just saying. You still, you're telling me that uh, it's more impressive to make it to four finals and win them all than to make it to six and go 5-1? and one? I guess so. That's why people say Jordan's a goat. He went 6-0. and oh. Yeah, but I don't is LeBron the goat? Yeah, he is. <laughs> Except he had a lot more losses. I'm raised a goat. That's all that matters. Um, so yeah. <laughs> DJ still went three and one though, very respectable, yeah, very respectable. Um, so let's break down some games from last week. First game of the weekend was my game. I was right; that was the Packers Rams game. Total confidence going into it. I said Packers win by ten plus. That was complete BS. I didn't actually feel that way. I was just trying to tell myself that was going to happen. But sure enough, Packers handled the Rams and uh, they pressured Rodgers once. It was line in football crazy, and that was that's without your best offensive lineman, right? It's crazy how good they are, and it just goes to show again, the Patriots have done it for two decades, and the Packers have been doing it for the last few years. If you give your quarterback an offense, an offensive line, they will look their best. It doesn't matter who their weapons are. Give them the line, right. protect them, give them time, and they'll make the throws, if they're a great quarterback. Right, and you mix that with it being Aaron Rodgers, and it's just you can't beat it. Right, like how many how many times this year did you see Rodgers throw the ball to Devontae Adams on a route where Adams might not have even broken on the route yet, but the offensive line just made Rodgers so comfortable, gave him so much time that he knew I just have to throw this ball to this exact spot and we're good. We don't have to worry about anything yeah. else. It was incredible. Our offensive line, like I know we we talked in a long time a lot about. Rodgers not having help. That's on the receiving end because we still have people dropping balls. But the offensive line has been unbelievable. And the craziest part is it's people we drafted. Right. 
So, like, whoever's the scouting department for the offensive line or the training department of the coaches is unbelievable because it's all guys we drafted, and they've been unbelievably fantastic. And you finally had a first-round receiver make a catch for Rodgers. Yeah, I think that was actually a couple weeks ago. Was it? <laughs> yeah. But you can't uh, say he doesn't have help anymore or first-round help right. anymore. First-round help. Tavon Austin, I think, like, three weeks ago had a catch. I didn't even know he was on the team, for being honest. Yeah. <laughs> I thought he was still in the Rams. Um, yeah, obviously, Aaron Donald wasn't at his best. Um, no, but, any, but they, he's their front line's still good. Right. Robert, uh, Donald, not at his best, is one of the best offense, or defensive linemen we've ever seen. So, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, not at his best. He's still probably better than most teams' best rusher. Um, but, yeah, it's just incredible. Rodgers, 23 for 36, 296 yards, two touchdowns, also a rushing touchdown. Um, Devontae Adams, 9 for 66 in a touchdown. In the craziest part, Rodgers had no sacks. Did yeah. not get sacked one. And that's with Bakhtiari out going going up against Aaron Donald. And I know that we're going to be talking more about the Packers here, and the Rams are obviously done, but you think they move on from Jared Goff and try to go get Deshaun Watson? I mean, I feel like everyone at this point is in the Watson sweepstakes. Um, I think, I don't know, I don't think they'll get rid of Goff. I think Goff was good from this year. I think he played decent enough in the game against the Packers. I think they think, I think they think, right, that Goff <laughs> – perfectly healthy is fine good enough for them because their defense is good enough and i think they'll just try to ride what they did a couple years ago yeah i mean he's into, like, two years from a super bowl so i don't think you have to abandon ship quite yet but i also think that even two years ago we said man if they had a really good quarterback there they're probably winning that super bowl right obviously if they can get watson go for it because yeah pretty much anybody two three teams everybody would want watson right is it so is it Chiefs, Packers, Bills. Yeah. Ravens, maybe. I think, I think the Bucks, just because they just got Tom Brady. Yeah. But Yeah, they might um, let Brady walk, though, for Watson. Can you imagine that? Right. Everyone, like, hyped up Brady this entire year, and then the Bucks are like, oh, yeah, but you're gone. So you're gone. <laughs> <laughs> we really didn't care that much. Yeah. You're, yeah, no. You're playing. But their defense is good enough. They can pretty much put any quarterback back there. They, they just have to make the offense look competent. I mean, the biggest thing in that game was that the Packers' offense just looked better than the Rams' defense. Right. And that was the difference. Because the Rams' like offense wasn't terrible, but you know the Packers came up with some big plays when they needed to, which they've pretty much done all year. It's just the offense overpowered the defense there. Right. Um, so, yeah, Packers win. Uh, wasn't even worried at all. <laughs> it was You're always slaughter. a little worried. I'm panicking. Even if, like, we had to score, I think, 40 points and be up by 40 in order for me to be okay in that game. <laughs> and that has to be in the uh, first quarter, if that's in, like... Yes, <laughs> of course. Well, no, if it has to be the fourth quarter. We have to be up by 40. Because if we're up by 40 in the first quarter, I'm going to be nervous they're going to make a comeback. Right, and, and that's then, a more embarrassing way to lose than... 100%. <laughs> absolutely, 100%. Um, and then we had probably the worst game of the weekend. That was brutal. Yeah, definitely. Uh, we had B- Bills, Ravens, and... The Bills' defense showed up to play, that's for sure. It was also um, supposed the to be the best game. And right, that I hurt. thought so, too. Like, people were really hyping yeah. this one up. And it was close-ish. I mean, Justin Tucker yeah. missed two kicks. If he hits those, it's a one-score game, which Justin Tucker missed two kicks. I don't know that I've ever – I don't think <laughs> anyone has ever accurately stated that. 
before. <laughs> no, and I don't think we'll ever do it again. But the Bills win 17-3, and honestly, it was a pick six away from being a 10-10 game. Right. Yeah. Because yeah. the Ravens were driving about to score. Lamar throws an interception in the end zone. Bills return it 102 yards or something. 101 for the that was It tied the longest uh, interception return for a touchdown with a former Packers cornerback in the playoffs. Who's the other one? I don't know. Back in like '94. Oh, okay. So glad I don't know that fact. Feel bad for not knowing it. <laughs> oh yeah, um, you're good. So yeah. like two years ago. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. So pick six by the Bills makes it 17-3, and then from there on out, Lamar ended up getting hurt, um, and the Ravens just couldn't do much. Boring game though. Yeah, really boring game. I don't. There's there's really not even much to say about it. The one thing I will say, and I said this during the game. If you're Sean McDermott or a Bills fan, are you thinking, crap, our, our offense put up 10 points against Baltimore and now we're going to face Patrick Mahomes? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> that's not good. <laughs> uh, and, like, obviously, you take the win. You're going to feel like you have a chance because your offense has been that good this year. But that's that's not the time that you want to put up a dud of a game. And But they survived it, so... Maybe and that's, that was just one bad week. Right, and then the playoffs, that's literally all you can ask for. It doesn't matter if you win two to nothing. As long right. as you get to the next week and you just survive in advance, I think you throw out everything from the week before, and it's just whoever you're facing next, you try to beat them. doesn't matter if you, like, I don't think momentum. I mean, I guess it, like, matters, obviously, but each game is just survive in advance. It doesn't matter. There's no uh, moral victories in the playoffs. <laughs> Unless... <laughs> You're the Cleveland Browns. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, that. Had uh, an absolutely gut-wrenching loss to the Chiefs. Um, I don't even know where to start with this game. All right, I, I know where to start with this. Yeah, we need to start it. by saying we are not happy that Patrick Mahomes got hurt. It sucked no. that he got hurt. But, man, no. it was so good to see that be a football game that it seemed like both teams could win for a little bit. <laughs> oh yeah because like it if was Mahomes un- is in there it's over like at that point but when he got hurt you're not thinking they have a chance no not at all and then he gets up does that little wobble and next thing you know it feels like the browns might actually win yeah right it's so we had uh the browns biggest thing before the game starts like they cannot kick field goals and then they proceeded to <laughs> kick a field goal in the first quarter and then when did that they just couldn't get anything going. They had some chances. Yeah, they had that, that one play where they dove for the end zone and the guy got hit. Was that the first quarter? I, yeah, think that that was the going, first quarter? I thought that was going into the... Sorry, second quarter. That was yeah, quarter. yeah. Because it was just before halftime and they were about to make it 16-10. Right. And, and then, then the Chiefs went down and got a field goal out of it, so it was a 19-3, so it was a 10-point swing. Right, yeah, so you had it would have been a 16-10 and the Chiefs wouldn't got that field goal because they went down the field in 20 seconds. Um, and then I thought they were in trouble. But then, obviously, the uh, Browns make it 19-10 with a, the Landry touchdown, and then they kick another field goal, so it's 22-10. And I think that's when Mahomes got hurt. Yeah. After 22-10. And then the Browns score early in the fourth quarter. And at this point, at this point, I thought the Browns were going to win this game. Because Mahomes was out, the Browns had the momentum. See – I, I, it's tough because Mahomes is obviously the best part of the Chiefs team, and he's their biggest advantage. 
but I, they're still a really good team, and I think that people don't take them quite as seriously as they should, even without Mahomes. I don't think they're winning Super Bowls without him, but I do think that they can win a game, and I do think they can maintain a 12-point lead in a quarter. Like, I think they're no, still yeah. pretty good. It was when, yeah, it was when the Browns got within five, and then I think Henny threw that interception. Yeah, that was bad. Where he just like he threw a hail mary on first down, basically, and, yeah, and it was, there was like, what the heck? Nobody on offense was even near the ball at that point. No, not at all. So then I was like, all right, the Browns got a chance, and then the Browns' offense couldn't they couldn't put a drive together at the end there, and then fourth and nine. Reed some people thought they should go for it, and they punted it. <laughs> Yeah, it was it was tough. Like I understand the punt, oh, no. and then you have him at third and did fourteen. He just cut out. I don't think so. I'm still here. Oh no, I think we might have a uh, delay now. Oh no, what happened? Oh, maybe not. How long is the maybe delay? not? You good? Yeah, are you are you talking? Yeah, I'm talking now. Okay, I guess we're pretty close. Okay, so sorry yeah, the about Browns, that. Very good. The the Browns have the Chiefs at third and fourteen. And then Chad Henney comes up with this crazy 14-yard run. Anything or, is possible. Anything is possible. It's a little more like a 13-and-a-half-yard run because they say it's a yard short. Fourth and inches, and then Andy Reid goes for it at midfield. That's the ballsiest call that you've seen this season, right? Yeah. And, like, I thought about it, and I was like, okay, the play doesn't look that crazy. But then I'm like, if that play fails in any way, oh, my god! Right. Now, the, I, the so the situation was like a minute and a half left. Browns didn't have any timeouts left. If the right. Chiefs get a first down, it's over. Or they could punt it and give the uh, I almost said the Bakers give <laughs> the Browns most likely more than eighty yards to go. But at worst, you could give them eighty yards to go with a minute and twenty seconds left and no timeouts, and they have yeah. to get a touchdown. So like right. a punt there, and you're pretty confident they win. But Andy Reid says no, decides to go for it, which with Patrick Mahomes. We're like, yeah, of course you're going to go for it there. But Absolutely with with Chad Henney, that's a really ballsy call. And you just throw it to someone who's been at worst the second best receiver in football this season. Yeah, pretty much. And, of course, it's going to work out. And had Hill been covered on that play, you throw it to the best tight end in football. So as much as I... The best receiver in football. <laughs> right. So yeah, when I said uh, Hill was second, I meant Kelsey was first. <laughs> yeah, yeah, behind Kelsey, of course. Right. But yeah, it's I. I understand why Henny is somebody that we look at and we say eh, that that's not somebody that you want to trust in that spot. But that's not who you're trusting there. You're trusting two of the best at their position in football right now. Yeah, the only thing was that Henny was one that made the run on third and fourteen, <laughs> so he literally <laughs> took the game into his own hands. Yeah, and made that run. Yeah, that play it, it could have hurt them because if they didn't get the fourth down, then they're looking back and saying, "Man, if Henny had only gained five yards, then we're not going for it." Right. Absolutely. So, I mean, great play calling by Andy Reid. It, it worked out, and I think he's earned that at this point. Even if it didn't work out, I would understand the play call and the game. Move on. Um. It's just, oh, I feel so bad. I mean, obviously the Browns were just happy to be there at that point because they beat the Steelers. They got over the hump that they've never been able to get over. They won the first playoff game. Right, um, they, that goes back to what we were saying with the Packers, right? The, last week they had a chance to win, so it would have been disappointing, but this week they weren't 
no one was expecting them to win, and they lost by five. So that's yeah. They played so, a legit game against one of the best in the NFL, and they didn't get embarrassed. I know no, Mahomes they, had to get hurt, but it wasn't even before Mahomes got hurt. It wasn't like the Browns can't come back. Right, right, right. Um, so no, it was it was good to see um, for the Browns' sake, and I, you know, I think next year they'll be even better because they had a lot of COVID issues this year. Oh, they'll get OBJ back if he's going to help or hurt. We don't know. <laughs> um, but then I'm talking about Hill and Kelsey. I don't know if you saw their their numbers from last game. Both uh, had eight catches for 110 for Hill and 109 for Kelsey. Yeah, and Kelsey touchdown for Kelsey. Yeah. It's just like, oh, my gosh, I hate that. I hate and and those aren't, like, particularly good games for them. They're not bad games, but that's, like, their average. Well, that's what they did all year, pretty much every single game. <laughs> it's crazy. And then I look at the Packers and I see that Lazard had four for 96 and he was our leading receiver. Yeah. And a major drop pass, but he made a good catch later in the game. That was huge. You guys were also going up against a much better defense, so, so don't. Right. <laughs> right, right. Um, but yeah, no, right. That's the average for those guys. And then we had the uh, the battle of the weekend. We had Bucks and Saints, and that was a terrible game. Like, I understand it was 30 20. I just. And it was, it was tied at halftime, but it was disappointing to see at the end. Drew Brees just totally fall apart. Brady wasn't yep. anything spectacular. He was good, and they won, so you're not going to hold it against him, but he just wasn't like fun to watch putting up 350 yards. Right. It was the, I'm trying to find it here. Um, the Saints are up 20-13 to 13 and driving in the third quarter, and that's when um, Jared Cook had that fumble. Right. And at that point, it was just, it was downhill. From that there. was where it ended, yeah. And it was a bummer because, like, I don't know, the Saints looked like they were they were driving down the field. They could have went up 27 to, was it, what did I say the score was? 27 to 10, I think it would have been? Uh, yeah. 13. Yeah, 27 to 13. But they have that fumble. Bucks have short field. They go down and score, make it 20-20. And then the Saints have a one or a three and out. Then the Bucks just go down, kick a field goal, and then back-to-back interceptions. Yep, and it was sad to see that. I mean, for those of you who haven't heard the news, but I'm sure if you're listening to this, you have. That was Breeze's last game, so it really sucked to see him go out that way. But yeah, it it also was a good way of showing us that it was time for him to go. Right, and on to be honest, like both quarterbacks didn't look great. Uh, yeah, Brady obviously had the win, but he was 18 for 33, which isn't great. And he had a short field a lot of the game. Breeze was 19 for 34. So Brady would have had to complete his next pass to have the same uh, completion percentage, right? That's the word I'm looking yeah, for. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. No, you're, you're 100% right. And it's just, it didn't, it didn't look, they didn't look great. And that gives me hope for the Packers game this week upcoming. Because um, I know, I, I wanted to face the Saints because of, Exactly what happened. Right. I didn't think Breeze could be able to put a game together where he needs because he hasn't looked good since he came back from his injury. Rightfully so. He had his like his chest broken. <laughs> right. And I said this the other day while I was at work watching the game. If you're in your 40s and you're in a profession still where breaking all but one of your ribs and puncturing a lung is something that just sort of happens, it's time to go. <laughs> No, 100%. Couldn't be more right. Um, so, yeah, the uh, Bucks pull that out, and that leads us into this weekend where we have the championship games. It's exciting. Game. 
Gosh, we're first game again. Would you rather be first game or second game? First game, so that way you can... Uh, I, if your coach is the type of guy that's going to sit down and watch that game and study that game, then I'd rather play first. That's true. Because you I don't want to be like... You don't want to be thinking when you're the Packers going to that game against the Bucks. You don't want in the back of your mind to be, man, I'm worried about Mahomes next week. <laughs> right. No, that's fair. I just hate the pressure of being the first game. And then, well, depending on what happens in the first game, I might not even watch the second game. Yeah, it sucks <laughs> to be a fan, I guess, of the team in the first game. Because you're, yeah. you're, the rest of your day is going to depend on how that one goes. Right. And even if you win, you're going to be so happy. It's like, I'm sure you'll still watch the second game because you want to know who you're playing. But it's going to, like, you're you're done for the day in terms of, like, emotional stress. Like, it's just, you, you poured it all into that first game, so now it's time to just relax. Right. <laughs> all I know is that if the Packers lose, I will be playing FIFA, Argentina versus India, on easy, and I will be scoring 40 goals. There you go. <laughs> That's how I relieve my Packers playoff stress. Whenever they lose in the playoffs, which has been a lot more than they have in the past <laughs> 10 years almost, um, I always play FIFA after, and I beat up on India and score 35 goals with Messi. Nice. <laughs> that helps me feel better. Yeah, it's a good way um, to do it. <laughs> but not this weekend. That will not be this weekend. I am fully convinced the Packers are going to win. Um, I think, I don't know, our offense, Rodgers looks better than Brady does right now. I understand they beat us earlier in the year, but Packers were up 10 nothing. We had a big drop in that game. And then on the next pass, I think Rodgers threw the pick six, makes it 10-7. And then on the next possession, he throws another pick. And at that point, I think our whole feng shui was off at that point. Bucks going to score like 38 unanswered. Yeah. It was, I did I mean, not see that happening at all this week. Yeah, it was such a fluke. I sent, I sent it to you guys earlier this week. It was a screen grab of just Rodgers' like, game log, essentially. And yeah. his quarterback rating, 127, 107, 124, 147, 35, 132, 110, 147, 108. He had two uh, double-digit games, and the other one was 91.6. Right. Like, was that the, the, what game was that? the Carolina game, which I don't really Weird remember. But, yeah. He had one game where he didn't throw a touchdown and it was that game against Tampa. He had one game with a completion percentage under 60 and it was that game and it was 45. He had one game where he was sacked or two games, sorry, where he was sacked more than twice in that game. He was sacked four times. So like it was such an outlier compared to every other game that he had this year that you can't expect it to happen again. No, and I don't think – I think he's on absolute mission this year, and I honestly don't think he'll let it happen again. I think I made the joke last week against the Rams that he'll go in and play cornerback if he has to <laughs> and make a couple stops on the defensive end. Um, but I'm glad it's in Lambeau, obviously. Uh, we'll see what the Bucks can do in the cold. I hope it snows. I think the whole football world hope it snows because Lambeau in the snow is just the best. Yeah, and you really hope it snows because, I mean, not that Ronald Jones can't have a really good game, but – your running game is definitely better than Tampa's. Yeah, we have three run. I mean, AJ Dillon hopefully gets involved. I think I think it's interesting. I think the Packers are running the ball more now because that's what they wanted to do all year. But I also feel like they just wanted Rodgers to get the MVP because they threw in a lot of goal to go situations when they should have run the ball. But they're just like trying to inflate Rodgers' numbers a little bit. Yeah. So I think we'll see the running game more because I think that's their actual plan. But at the end of the day, I think 
I mean, I could see Brady in this position next year. His offense is very good. Yeah. They have three great receivers. I just think this year, the Packers are a team on a mission. And I'm gonna, obviously, the Packers are favored by three here. I'll take the Packers here. I just think it's Brady or Rodgers' year. Uh, not to bring down the mood, but did you see the Ted Thompson, the GM that drafted Rodgers, died? I did see that. He was only like 65 68, yeah. 68, yeah, I saw that. I was. Do you know what it was? It was weird. I didn't see anything about his health going in, like, at all. I don't see yet, but I'll keep you posted. Uh, but, yeah, yeah that, I mean, I wonder terrible. if that, yeah, you hope that that doesn't weigh on Rogers, Rogers at all, but I'm sure they had some sort of connection. The person that drafts you, you're going to You're going to play better. Yeah, I mean, there's a chance. I mean, plenty of people have gone out there with a reason to win and Rodgers is as good as anybody, so you're going to trust that he can go out there. And Yeah. I remember, I'll never forget the day, uh, I think it was, you know, it was when Brett Favre's dad passed away. Right. And I don't remember a lot from like the early, Brett, my early years, but like mid, middle of Brett Favre's career. But I remember that Monday night game against the Raiders where he, I think he threw for like five touchdowns or something like yeah, that. Yeah, it was a crazy game. Yeah, because he had that streak going where he hadn't missed any games. Like, oh, is he going to play tonight? Right, and he played, and he went absolutely nuts. Um, I hope it's the same situation. Yeah. <laughs> um, what are you thinking for this game? Um, what what's the number that you're looking at? Because I'm seeing three, but I also have seen three and a half in some spots. I got three on ESPN. I think the Packers win, but I wouldn't be surprised at all if it's by a field goal in the end. I'll take the Packers, but. <laughs> But I definitely think there's a shot that we end up seeing a last-second kick, and whoever hits it wins, or whoever um, misses yeah. it loses. It's gonna be, excuse my language, it's gonna be Mason Long Dick Crosby. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna just hit it like a 67-yarder, break Jeez, the record in the snow. In the snow. Um, wind at his face. Say, yeah, wind at his face. Did you say you're taking the Packers? Yeah, I'll go Packers. Okay. Um, and I just, I, I, it, it's a bummer. Cause like, obviously no one really likes Patriots unless you're a Patriots fan. Cause you get sick of winning them winning. Right. But like I watch these Tom Brady interviews and stuff and I can't hate the guy. I like him a lot. He's so like, even those little stupid videos he puts on Twitter is like, all right, good win this week. Now we're off to Lambo. And it's just like, ah, oh, it's so cool. Like he knows how cool that is to go to Lambo and. I don't know. I don't know if you, obviously I'm sure you saw it. The Drew Brees and Brady stuff after the game last week. Yeah. It was just so cool. Like Brady's on the field after the game talking with Breeze, and he's throwing like touchdown passes to Breeze kids in the end zone. <laughs> right. And that stuff is just so cool. And it's like, ugh, I want to hate you, Tom Brady, but I can't. And one thing that I've said about him, and this even goes back to last year, like a year or two before he left New England, he seems to be just enjoying this later part of his career because I feel like he probably knows that he's playing with house money. And he's obviously still succeeding and playing at a really high level, but he also knows like there there can't be any pressure on him. Right. What if he went two and fourteen this year? People would still say he's the greatest quarterback we've ever seen. Yeah. So There's no like, pressure at all. He's just he's just living loose and free pretty much. Right. If he loses this game, it's not a big deal in terms of how people are going to remember him. If anything, it's just impressive that he's at this point. Right. So yeah, um, it's fun. Quick note: I know we're talking about the Patriots or the. Excuse, keep doing this, Patriots. Bucks <laughs> weapon. 
Uh, when they faced the Packers earlier this year, I mean, Brady, this is Brady's game. Twelve for tw- or seventeen for twenty-seven, one hundred and sixty-six yards, two touchdowns. Yeah, he didn't have to do a ton. No, he didn't have to do much. So I know everyone talks about their passing game, obviously, but the Packers' passing defense has been great. I think that'll keep up. I know we have Evans, Godwin, and now Antonio Brown. Um, our weakness has been the rush defense. So if we can stop Ronald Jones, make Brady throw the ball because he hasn't. You know, some games he looked great, some games he doesn't. Make him throw the ball down the field. I think we should be all right. I actually like our defense matchup in this game. Yeah, I think you guys have a pretty good shot to win this one. If if it's a blowout, it's definitely going to be in your favor. I think it is. I would be stunned if we had a repeat of what happened last time. Yeah, let's not let's not even like manifest it. We're just, <laughs> game. All um, right, Chiefs Bills. <laughs> Chiefs Bills. Um, Bills are going to Arrowhead to face the Chiefs. Patrick Mahomes, I assume, is going to play after the concussion from last week. Yeah, he um, he'll play no matter what, right? Yeah, I, I haven't seen – I mean, I certainly hope he doesn't play no matter what because that would be terrible. I, I think he would, right? I mean, like, obviously, if it's if a doctor says if you get hit in the head, you're going to die, they wouldn't let him play. But right. short of that, I feel like he's the type of guy that's going to say, I'm going to go out and play. Uh, quick, quick note here about when Brett Favre's dad passed away because I looked this up and I didn't say anything. Um, he completed nine consecutive passes to start the game. He threw two touchdown passes in each the first and second quarter and had 311 yards in the first half. We were winning 31-17 to 17 at halftime. Um, Favre, Favre, whose teammates physically embraced him throughout the game and who had received an emotional hug from his wife in the fourth quarter, finished the night 22 of 30 for 399 yards. <laughs> That's crazy. And I think he had five touchdowns. This doesn't show me this stat line. I think he had five. If I'm, my brain remembers, it was five. But yeah, so that was I, I remember that day. That was 2003. So that was young Elijah starting. <laughs> yeah. That was the number 52 of the top 100 greatest games of all time. Just thought I'd let you know. <laughs> what number? 52. That seems low. Yeah, I don't know. I kind of want to click play and watch this video. I'll do that after the podcast. Um, <laughs> no, no, we can pause. It's okay. <laughs> Let's just watch it in silence. Wow. Oh, this is interesting. Um, so, obviously, I have ties to Buffalo. My good friend Drew Rice has been a massive Bills fan his entire life, so I've always been rooting that for them for his sake. My brother lives out in uh, Buffalo, Recurring guest Sam Girardi on the podcast lives out in Buffalo, so they adopted the Bills culture. So I'm going to be rooting for the Bills in this game for their sake uh, and for their safety, because who knows what would happen if the Bills lose this game. But if the Bills win this game and then win the next game, their safety is even more in jeopardy. Because if Buffalo wins the Super Bowl, I think that's yeah, will burn that would be scary, especially if they beat. Imagine if they beat Brady. Dude, I it's just incredible. You said that the other day, and it was just absolutely nuts to me. I know. Or like, if, they, <laughs> if they lose to Brady, it's just there's so many possibilities. Yeah, the way I said it the other day was just the Bills finally conquered the division after what was it, twenty one years, twenty yep, four years, years, whatever it was. 20, right. And they get to the AFC championship. They take down the supposed greatest young quarterback we've ever seen. And there's just Tom Brady waiting for him on the other side. Like, that would be incredible. 
that would just be awful. And it, it, oh my gosh. And then obviously, if they beat Tom Brady, that place will go nuts. Because beating New England right during the regular season was their Super Bowl back in the day. Right. And then imagine making it to the Super Bowl and then beating Tom Brady. Oh, I can't even imagine that. But then there's the other side. You make it to the Super Bowl, and then Tom Brady just beats you again. And it's just like, oh my god. Yeah, you thought you got rid of him, but nope, he's still there. He'll so the Bills just are, be there. He'll be he'll be there when Josh Allen retires, still beating him up. <laughs> um, so the Bills winning this game, I think we have, at least for my sake, we have interesting storylines. Bill Packers, Bills Packers, I think is the least interesting matchup, but yeah. the least possible matchups here. Um, but for my sake, that's what I'm rooting for. So I would obviously would love to see that. Um, and then we have the Chiefs on the other hand. Chiefs looking to make no Super Bowl hangover for the Chiefs. I feel like for some reason they felt slighted this year, and then they're like, you know what, we're just going to be better. It was like, yeah. I don't know. Calm down, lose a game or two here. <laughs> yeah, I just wanted to say, too, the other day I had argued to you guys about, uh, to you and Bub and Dom, about how it's the least interesting matchup. It's the Super Bowl. I'm going to get excited for the matchup. Yeah. And I don't think it's going to be a bad game if we get Bills Packers. But I just right. think of the four possible options, that one would have the least of a storyline. Not no storyline and not a bad storyline, just not Patrick Mahomes against Aaron Rodgers or Tom Brady against Aaron Rodgers. Or Tom Brady right, against think, Patrick Mahomes. Right. And I think the storyline itself is going to come out of the NFC here. Um, because whether it's Brady or Rodgers, because you're going to have Mahomes going against Rodgers, battle of the State Farm guys, which right. I think would be hilarious. I would love that. And then if, like, next year they have more commercials joking about that, that would be awesome. Yeah. And then you have uh, Mahomes going up against Brady. Um, last time they faced in the playoffs, I don't th- I think Brady won, right? Yeah, was that the overtime game in uh Yeah, where Arrowhead? that guy jumped off sides. When what? Something like that. Yeah. The the uh, jumped off sides and then they threw a, yeah, they threw a pick, but then they called it back because they off sides. And then, oh, my gosh, what a I game. forgot about that. That's back when I was rooting for the Chiefs. Now I'm already sick of the Chiefs. Are you already? Yeah, well, I mean, I just because I want the Packers to win. That's fair. And I want the Bills to win, too. So, I, And, like, <laughs> I I have had money on the Chiefs. I have a lot of uh, my fantasy team on the Chiefs, so I feel like I understand why it might seem like I'm biased, but their, their offense is so fun to watch. Oh, yeah, I have nothing against the Chiefs, like the players on the Chiefs. I like Mahomes, Kelsey, Hill, and then I like Andy Reid, too. It's just like... Obviously, if they face the Bucks, I'm all in on the Chiefs. Like, yeah, the Chiefs are my third team here: uh, Packers, Bills, Chiefs, and then the Bucks. Obviously, last. Like they'll um, never get to the point with the Patriots, wouldn't they? Because the Patriots had guys that were just kind of unlikable. But I feel like right. everybody on this Chiefs team, and I understand that Tyreek Hill has some stuff in his past that makes him not as likable. But it, like Mahomes is a very likable guy. Travis Kelsey is a very likable guy. Like that's Andy Reid. <laughs> How can you not like Andy Reid? Right. No, a hundred percent. You're right. So I'm not, I guess I should say I'm sick of the chiefs. I'm just sick of all the talk about the chiefs. Cause that's fair. It, it's also the Mahomes thing. It's like, oh, he's the best quarterback ever. And I'm like, well, screw you guys. It's Aaron Rodgers. It's not Mahomes. <laughs> right. But it's it is. Kelsey at this point. <laughs> yeah. It's Kelsey at this point. It's like, I never, want people to stop talking about Aaron Rodgers and then he doesn't even like because it goes Brady and then there's Rodgers and then it's like instantly Mahomes yeah like, like we've has, got a very small window where Rodgers was the consensus best quarterback right and I just wish that window was longer but I mean <laughs> this year he proved he's good as anybody yeah um so this game I think 
as long as if Josh Allen performs, this is going to sound so obvious. If Josh <laughs> Allen performs like he has all year, I think this is going to be a hell of a matchup. I think the I would I would pick the Bills defense over the Chiefs defense a little bit there, um, but I think that advantage is also made up on the Chiefs offense over the Bills offense. So I think these teams are actually pretty even. The, my only concern is that Josh Allen reverts to how he's looked kind of the past two weeks here. Yeah, and it's more like the Josh Allen of old. I think like if he gets in rhythm early, takes a couple of deep breaths, <laughs> and then starts playing like he has been playing all year, I think this is like a 38-35 game. Yeah, I could definitely see it ending up being close. Obviously, the Chiefs are the team that's more likely to make it not close, but the Bills' offense at its best has been... I mean, they put up, what was it, like 50-something against the Dolphins Week 17, and that was a game they didn't even have to win. Yeah, they put up 50. <laughs> this is their past couple of games here. I'm just going to – against Dolphins, 56. Against the Patriots, 38. Against the Broncos, 48. Against the Steelers, 26. 49ers, 34. Uh, Chargers, 27. Cardinals, 30, 30, but they lost that game in Hail Mary. And then, like, the Seahawks, 44. Right, and so, this I mean, would also be 12 wins in a row for the Bills if not for that Hail Mary. Yeah, they could be 14 and 2 as well. Yeah, so like this the Bills are a legit team regardless of how this week goes, but I think that we might end up seeing that the Chiefs are still the better team. Right. All both I think they're better all around. Like I do think their defense might have been a little bit better this year just cuz the Bills struggled early on. Um Right. Obviously, Patrick Mahomes is still better to me than Josh Allen. He's way more consistent. Like, I don't think anyone would take Josh Allen over Patrick Mahomes, except maybe Bill Spence. for the people living in <laughs> Right. Exactly. But, but I'm, yeah, I think, I think this one's going to be a tough one for the Bills to pull off. I would take the Chiefs even with uh, the three points. I'm going to take the Bills here just for rooting interests. Uh, purposes only. Good uh, luck. Just I think down. I'm rooting for you. I mean, I have a little bit of money on the Chiefs, but I think I'm rooting for you. <laughs> How much is a little bit of money, CJ? Uh, I only bet five dollars, but I win seventy. Oh, okay. So I was gonna know. say about a thousand. You know, just throw it all on the Chiefs. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I was talking to Dom about this. Um, how much is your team winning a game worth to you? What do you mean? Like, so it, like. If someone, some magical genie came up to you and was like, hey, CJ, if you give me $300, the Giants are going to win every week. Would you give them $300 a week? No. God, no. No, you wouldn't. See, I would be more likely to take money for them to lose than to give money for them to win. No, no, no. But, like, you pay them. You, they're instantly going to win, though, if you give this genie the money. Like, the Giants will win that game if you give them $300. I Like, I might do that once we're into the playoffs. Right, but I'm not doing that for the regular season. Because like the idea I came up with, like how much is a win worth to you? Like I'd pay like a thousand bucks for the Packers to win this game. Right. So the, the, the idea is you go take that thousand dollars and you throw it on the Bucks. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> right. So yeah, basically, how much am I willing to bet against my team? <laughs> right. So I put a thousand dollars on the Packers, and when they win, it's like okay, I just lost a thousand dollars, but the Packers won. If they right. lose, it hurts less because you probably win. Six, seven thousand bucks. Yeah, that's what you should do. <laughs> yeah, I just don't. It's crazy to me. I mean, I could, like, honestly. I it's tough, though, because then if the Packers do win, it's like, oh, now I just lost a thousand dollars. Right. Or even lost a hundred dollars if that's all you bet. <laughs> right. And then I have to put two thousand on the Super Bowl. Right. <laughs> um, pretty quick note here. Um, on the season, 
just Allen and Mahomes because they were pretty pretty close to the same this past year. Um, Allen had six more completions on 16 less attempts. Mahomes had 200 more yards. Didn't play week Allen, 17. Right. Uh, and Josh Allen played half a week 17. Um, and then 37 touchdowns for Allen, 38 for Mahomes. So that's pretty close. Ten interceptions for Allen, six for Mahomes. Um, and then I know I think Josh Allen had a couple more rushing touchdowns. So like throughout the year, they were pretty pretty close to each other. Yeah. I think it's just going to come down to. I think this game might be a game whoever comes down to having the ball last. Right. Um. And I just hope for the Bills fans' sake that it's the Bills. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it'll be hopefully that. I I think we got a pretty good shot to get two really good games this weekend. I think there's yeah, an outside absolutely. chance. That I hope the Packers game not blow out. I, just, yeah, I like. I know everyone likes competitive <laughs> games. Everybody likes competitive games, but I just uh, when my team's in it, I want them to win by a hundred, and I don't care. That's fair. I don't <laughs> like. We, nobody wants to see their team in a close game because that's just more added stress. And then you're already potentially going to have plenty of stress in two weeks. You just want to win this game, not have to worry about anything, and then focus on Mahomes or the Bills' offense. Right. Um, so, yeah, that pretty much wraps it up. Um, I got the Packers and the Bills. TJ has the Packers and the Chiefs. And next week we will do a well, – maybe we won't do a Super Bowl preview because we'll have two weeks off there. Um, but we will have some type of show for you next week absolutely covering the recap of this game. Looking forward to the Madden Pro Bowl. It's which exciting. Is awful. Um, <laughs> the Madden Pro Bowl, that's what we're calling it now? I, that's what I'm calling it because they're playing Madden. Did you see that? No, I didn't see that. Oh, yeah, they're not actually playing the Pro Bowl. They're just oh. playing it on Madden. But, like, the players or just random people are going to play Madden with the Pro Bowl rosters? <laughs> I think random people are going to play Madden with the Pro Bowl You're rosters. joking. No, I'm dead serious. Ran- oh, my gosh, that's so maybe dumb. The, maybe they might simulate it. I don't even know. Well, like, why not at least get, like... I don't know, one of the Pro Bowl wide receivers, like Juju Smith-Schuster can't play? I know, isn't he like a pretty big video game guy? Yes, he is. <laughs> like, can't we get like at least one or two of the actual Pro Bowlers to play in the game? Oh, oh my god. Wait, the Pro Bowl is heading to Las Vegas in January 2021, and the NFL on location will be there bringing... Okay, I'm clicking on it. <laughs> oh, this is 2022. I could have swore I'm like almost convinced that it's, they're doing it on Madden. Is the 2020? Um, why are they not telling me this? Oh, it will be canceled <laughs> due to COVID, right? Obviously, um, and I think they're playing it on Madden. I don't know if that's like, so weird. I just wish there was. Why isn't there not a story on this? <laughs> oh, I have an idea. If I type in Madden, something will pop up. Anyway, so yeah, we uh, we'll cover this stuff. Oh, yeah, we'll be virtual. Here we go. Players compete in Madden. Got it. <laughs> um, I just so weird. can't believe it. Uh, we'll be yeah. down, blah, blah, blah. COVID, We're man. excited to what bring... Weird year. <laughs> uh, we'll bring this to life virtually and be the first to do so. Peter O'Reilly, blah, blah, blah. Did they say who's going to play it? I don't think so. We're not going to focus on... Who's this O'Reilly guy? Oh, no. Anyway, yeah, it'll be on Madden. I don't know who's playing. We'll talk about it more next week. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, I think that's pretty much it. CJ, any closing notes? Um, Yankees got DJ LeMahieu back. Out of Corey Kluber. Best team in the uh, American League. 
Best team in the entire universe. Best team in the America. <laughs> in the America. Um, so, yeah, go Pack Go, and I hope Tom Brady does terrible. Yeah, that's, I can get on board with that. 